Super Talk Mississippi media production. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Well, good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour from the Southern Bank Corps Studio in Hattiesburg. Bob and Kelly with you this afternoon. We're glad you're along. Patrick McGee from Anatomy's Fitness uh, Center is going to be joining us later in the show. Believe it or not, Kelly Center belongs to that. And I've asked Patrick to come in and verify that fact, that Kelly Santer belongs to a fitness center. Yeah, I, I do resistance training all the time. I resist going to the gym. Yeah, and it's working. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, proud supporters of this program, Southern Miss Athletics. And uh, we thank Dickie's for all they do. Great place to cater your next event. Enjoy delicious food seven days a week. Southern Miss wins a big, exciting baseball game last night in front of almost 5,400 fans. The Golden Eagles beat Alabama 3-2. to It's the sixth time in the last eight showdowns that Southern Miss has beaten Alabama. They improved to 11-6. and We're going to talk more about the game uh, later in the show. Got uh, the Florida Atlantic baseball coach, uh, John McCormick, on the Eagle Hour tomorrow as uh, we get ready for the opening of conference baseball. And uh, more, to, more to come about baseball a little later in the show, but we wanted to start the show today. We Yesterday, we had uh, women's basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis on the show with us uh, to wrap up her thoughts about the basketball season. Today, men's coach Jay Ladner uh, joins us. Uh, coach, I was telling you off the air, you know, we, we kind of chuckle and laugh about all the uh, hubbub that, that occurs on the internet every day. Coach Mc, we, we informed Coach McNellis yesterday that according to the internet, she was retiring, and the only person that didn't seem to know about that was Coach McNellis. So, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a, a, unfortunately, Bob, there's a lot of truth to that, uh, and there's a lot of untruth to that as well, isn't it? Uh, no question. The, the truth about the untruth that happens on the internet, but uh, you know that, that's the way of the way of the world is the way the world is, and I don't think it's going back the way we we all had it, you know. And um, you got to learn to adjust to it. But uh, I do appreciate y'all having me on here, Bob. And I and I'd like to start kind of with a opening statement. Of course, I know we're, we're going to get into the wrap up of the season, but you know I, I'm very disappointed. Uh, our staff's disappointed. Of course, our players and. Uh, we just didn't we, – we, and, and I'm not going to get into reasons why or, or, or the complexities of all that type of stuff because that's just excuse-making. I, I know that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Internet uh, 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 people upset in, in the way the season went, and they have every right to be. And, look, Lord, I probably would be right there with them if that was the case. And, um, but, you know, it's my responsibility. I own it. Um, and it but it's also my responsibility to, to fix it. And uh, I'm appreciative of the opportunity to be the head basketball coach at the University of Southern Mississippi more than anything in the world. It's my, it's my passion. It's my dream job. And I'm thankful for Jeremy McLean and Dr. Bennett for giving me that opportunity. And after the season that we had to, to give me another opportunity as well. So I'm, I've never been as determined or clear in terms of, of what, uh, what needs to be done and what we're going to do 
in terms of moving forward. And uh, so I'm, I'm very happy to that y'all would have me on the show. Sure. Oh, y'all, of course, could easily, y'all could have easily just said, hey, no. the heck with him. No. <laughs> you know? Of course not. And, uh, but I, I appreciate that you guys have yeah. me. So thank you very much. All right, Coach. So so set, set the record straight. Kind of clarify this for us. At what point during the year did you and Jeremy sit down? I'm going to assume – when the basketball tournament was over, you and you and Jeremy McLean sat down and fill in the blanks there to the degree that you well, feel comfortable. Well, you know, first of all, I, I work for, and, and again, I'm a Southern Miss guy. I've, I've grown up, I grew up in Hattiesburg. My parents uh, both worked and retired from university. My my brother played football uh, for the university. My, my sisters went to school. We're 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 a Southern Miss family, so I grew up in a very unique. Uh, situation that I saw the rise of the athletic programs. Uh, you know, I was I was there when Ole Miss played in Hattiesburg and opened the state the stadium because because Coach Dale, the former Ole Miss All American, was our athletic director and, they, and got that done. I, I, I was there also when they redid uh, MM Roberts and and we played all of our games away that year. And our homecoming was at Biloxi at Yankee, the old Biloxi High School Stadium, Yankee Stadium. I, I was at that game. My parents. So that's that's how I grew up, and uh, and 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 I can tell you we are in incredible hands, and I would say that if if, if I wasn't the head basketball coach, and, or maybe he told me the other way, we're incredible hands uh, in with Jeremy McLean, and I just hope I hope for the future's sake for all Southern Miss athletics that we can hold on to him. That's what I worry about. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, to be honest with you, he was like he always is. He's supportive. Uh, concerned about uh, what what we should be concerned about, and about the way that you know the the number of losses that we had, and uh, uh, just didn't have a successful season. He's all about excellence, and 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 holds us to a very high standard. Not not just in terms of I'll, I'll start by first of all, there's a very high standard in athletics at Southern Miss off the floor. Academics uh, is is stressed. Uh, 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 conduct, being great diplomats and representative of the university, and that's from Dr. Bennett as well. So there, there's a there's a character aspect to not just our program, all of the programs, and you know, and I think that's something to be proud of. And of course, it's something could happen this afternoon, but you don't hear about a lot of Southern Miss athletes being in a lot of trouble uh, that that you may hear about in other other. Uh, parts of the country we don't sacrifice uh character and so forth for uh uh wins and and so to speak and and so i'm proud to be a part of that but we also know that we can have the greatest guys in the world and our young ladies uh we can have outstanding academics in terms of our athletes which we do and if we don't win enough basketball games or football games or baseball games over the course of time then then of course that's the reality of the world we live in we want to. We're going to have to. You know, they'll, they'll find someone else. That's that's where we are. And uh, our goal and vision every day is to return Southern Miss basketball to what we feel is like is our rightful place of national prominence. And and we haven't quite gotten there as fast as I would have hoped. I, I knew it was a, it was going to be a tough deal, but I, it, it, we're not there. And that's so the 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 necessary. Uh, criticism and so forth that comes with it is is expected and and to be honest with you embraced and it does nothing uh, if I can be motivated anymore which I don't know if it would be possible uh, but but it's motivating and uh, to be able to 
to be able to come back next year and say, okay, all right, uh, we're all you guys that didn't think we could get it done. Let's let's see you now. That that's that's the internal motivation of an athlete, and of course as a coach. And um, but he was he was just uh, again very much like last year, concerned about the progress. What are we doing to uh, you know to 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 make progress forward and and uh, what his expectation is, and um, that he expects us to get there. And, of course, uh, he didn't have to say if, if it doesn't happen, then we, we know you're probably you know, going to be somebody else leading the, leading the charge, so to speak. And, but I don't want that to happen. I want to I see what we have to do to get an extension. You know, I, that, that's my motivation. What do we have to do moving forward to get an extension? We have done a lot of good things off the floor. We haven't, we haven't gotten it done on the floor, and I – bear the responsibility for that Bob all right coach in, in high school no nobody had as, as good a winning percentage as you did all those years you won a junior college national championship at Jones you had turned the southeastern Louisiana program around around after a, a slow start but what has happened since your tenure began at Southern Miss is the onset of the transfer portal where when you look at UAB for example in conference USA is now in the NCAA tournament with nine yep. Division One transfers. Your former school, Southeastern Louisiana, I think had five Division One yep. transfers. You've got South Dakota State in the tournament right now, I believe, or North Dakota State. I could be mistaken, but they have like seven or eight Division One. Twenty-three and yep. ten on the year, and they've got yep. seven or eight transfers. That has that's all different than what you're used to. You're yep. an old school kind of guy that when a, when a player committed to you, they were going to be there. But now that has all changed, and it would seem to me you're going to have to change with it, yeah? You know, un- unfortunately, uh, uh, but, but realistically, yes. And uh, what I mean by unfortunately is this, that the days of uh, in 1984, um, our recruiting class at Southern Miss were four of the greatest players ever play at Southern Miss, and then myself. I don't include myself, other than the the, the seat I got to enjoy uh, uh, every week and watch those guys play. But the, I, I think the days of Casey Fisher, John White, Derek Hamilton, uh, and Randolph Keys coming in and 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 taking those lumps those first couple of years. We won seven games in 1984. We were seven and 23 in 1984. And, and there was no transfer portal at the time. And what you had is you had a bunch of guys went over to the old sports arena and got together in Van Hall, the athletic norm at the time, and said, hey, we're not going through this much more. You know, let's go to work. And uh, the days of that happening, unfortunately, uh, are over. And uh, you the, the fighting through adversity and uh, young players coming in and uh, understanding that it's going to take a year or two before they get back to uh, – or they get an opportunity to, as that guy's graduating, go fill that spot. But to learn the trade, so to speak, and to be able to do it at a high level, it's all about uh, instant gratification. And if, if it doesn't work out for me this time, I'm going to look to go somewhere else. All right, Coach, and, and, hold your thought, Coach, if you don't mind. Okay. We're about to hit all a heartbreak. Right. We're talking head basketball Coach Jay Ladner. We're going to let Coach Ladner finish that thought. We'll talk about the kids from here that are in the transfer portal and uh, his overview of the season. We'll be right back. Basketball coach Jay Ladner. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Southern Bancorp Studio. That's where we're broadcasting today uh, in Hattiesburg. Tomorrow we're at Fuzzy's. 
Tacos in Midtown. We're going to have uh, John McCormick, one of the great college baseball coaches of the country, uh, is going to be joining us. And the father that brought us Gabe and Rodrigo Montenegro is coming back to have lunch uh, with Kelly and I as well. We look forward to that. We're talking to Jay Ladder, head basketball coach at Southern Miss. Coach, so many things to ask you about. I want to let you finish that thought. You've got, as of today, as, as I understand it, three of your players, Isaiah Moore, Rashad Bolden, Tay Hardy, into the uh, portal. Uh, you, you told me that last year there were 1,700 Division One basketball players in the portal. This year they're expecting 2,000. I think the days of, of coaching more than one year at a time, uh, am I wrong? But maybe those days are over. Over with, Bob, and, and and I don't necessarily agree with it, and, and of course I wasn't asked about it either, you right. know. And but I think I think when you and you start kind of looking around the country and you see uh, uh, the Roy Williams and, and those guys beginning to uh, retire and get out, they're they're getting out uh, probably a little. They probably had a few more years left. They're getting out because of that type of thing and how much important the player coach relationship uh, is in in. You know, and and because that's what coaches are supposed to do. They're not just supposed to be about just about winning basketball games. Not your true coaches and your real coaches. They they're supposed to have an impact on young people's lives. And and what that generally means is being able to say no sometimes. You know, to to tell a, a child no. You know, or say hey no, we're not going to do it that way. And and it, it it makes that part, which to me is the most important part of coaching, very very difficult. Uh, when when your hands tied, so to speak, and uh, but no, it, it's going to go back. Of course, I had uh, just and not not in record wise that we were successful, but just an incredible to, an experience at Jones Junior College. And but that's kind of how you did it in junior college. You just played for the next season. You prepared for the next season. You recruited for the next season because you just. In the, in the nature of junior college, you, you didn't know what was you were going to have the following year. You weren't uh, you weren't building for the second year. You were just it was all about that one year, and then you recruited for the next year, and the next year, and the next year. And so uh, that's really where we are. You mentioned uh, last year there was over there were over seventeen hundred and some Division One transfers. They're projecting this year over two thousand. I, I would people just need to understand that's going to be the way of. Whether Jay Ladner's the basketball coach or whomever, that's the way of the future. Until and unless that rule was changed about the transfer portal, and uh, it's very difficult. The the group that it's really hurt the worst, Bob and Kelly, are your high school seniors. It's very difficult to sign. Not not that it's difficult. It's actually much easier now to sign a high level uh, a high school senior because they don't have any options. And most of your schools are now just just recruiting the transfer portal. Uh, Kelly mentioned a couple uh, by example, but they're all over uh, uh, the top twenty. Look at look at UAB. UAB has nine yeah. Division One transfers. Nine. They had really struggled. I, I know my first year. You know, we we went with a, a skeleton crew and beat UAB. Uh, of course, they hired Coach Kennedy. He he had a major turnover um, uh, in the portal, and, and and of course, look what it's done. Uh, my, my former school, Southeastern Louisiana, coached by my assistant, David Kiefer, uh, they have five division, their starters are all five division one transfers from last year. And, and, and so it's, it's, you know, it's very difficult that, but that's the way, that's the way it's going to be from, from this point forward. If you want to compete at the highest level and also you have to understand about the transfer portal. I, I, I'm, 
of course, I do my best to stay off social media because I don't want to be distracted from my job at hand. Of course, it bothers my wife and it bothers, it bothers my children and those type of things, some things that are said. But that, that comes with the territory, too. And I tell them, don't worry about those things. Those same people will be wanting, wanting to, when ne- to get tickets to re-green next year when we flip that thing around. But they, they have to understand the portal works both ways. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, there, there is works in a sense of, of some guys may, may not be happy with their position. They may not be happy with playing time. Maybe they weren't happy with me, I, whatever it may have been, but, but some of it is by design on our side too. So it, it, it kind of works both ways, you know, and, um, and, and that's kind of where we are. And, uh, uh, we, we, we are going to, I think we're going to have a con- continue to have a, an active transfer portal, uh, both ways. And our goal is to, to win basketball games at Southern Miss and give everyone, myself, y'all, our fan base, our players, uh, uh, a winning program and a program that they can be proud of. And this year was not good enough. It was unacceptable. And, it, and it's my responsibility for where we were, and it's my responsibility to fix it. And I, I own it 100%. I own the responsibility for fixing it 100%. Coach Leidner, I was down at the, at the State Junior College Championship Tournament in uh, Poplarville that Pearl River hosted. Talked to a lot of your colleagues from the Sun Belt, uh, particularly the coaches at Georgia State, Troy, Louisiana, Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, whatever you want to call them now. Uh, but they all they all said the same thing, independent of one another. They said that, and, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, that they felt that the Southern Miss program and the style that Southern Miss played was going to be a much better fit in the Sun Belt than it was in Conference USA. And and I'm not expecting you to read their minds, but but why might they have said you know, something like that? What is it about the Sun Belt that, that might, in their opinions, be a better fit for you guys? Well, I, I think they're probably talking about uh, – well, first of all, <laughs> I'm, I'm in – just give you a little context, Kelly. I'm in, I'm in Kansas right now. I, I, I've been in uh, – uh, I was, of course, recruited uh, throughout the week last week. I, I flew to Hutchinson. Hutchinson, Kansas is where the National right. Junior College – uh, uh, tournament is, and I mean, saw some great players. Uh, I, I will back this up on what we were just talking about with the portal. The, per, the portal, in my opinion, is really helping junior college basketball because you're getting some really, really high-level high school players that are now going to junior college right. because your mid-major pluses aren't recruiting those guys anymore. They're recruiting the portal, right? right? So I got a chance to see some really, really good players, some players that we have been actively recruiting all year that are still in the tournament playing really, really well. And so uh, I, I saw a lot of those schools that, of course, we're, we're visiting. And I, and I was kidding. I said, I'm sure. And that coach, you know, we're happy y'all are coming. I said, shoot, yeah, we win seven big ball games. I bet y'all are y'all probably having a welcome party for us. Y'all want us to be in, that, in there. And, of course, you know, kidding around. Uh, uh, but, but no, I, our, my, my job, my job is to whatever league we're in, if, 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 if our administrators thought that we would say we were moving to the SEC, our job is to compete for SEC championships. Uh, our, not just have winning seasons. Our job, if we were in the Big 12, Kelly, the old big, you know, you remember when it was the Big Eight. Sure. That's how old you are. Yeah. It's compete <laughs> for championships there. Right. But, so, so going into the Sun Belt, I don't. It doesn't matter to me if we'd have stayed in Conference USA, which I thought was a really, really good bas- men's basketball league, or or the Sun Belt, or wherever that that our administrator thinks is the best for our university. 
our job is to compete for championships. The reason I, I, I don't know why they, you know, what what their thought process is. I think that they are excited that Southern Miss has it brings a tradition. We have an incredible athletic tradition. We have an incredible incredible academic tradition in our school, and we bring incredible value to uh, to the Sun Belt, and, and that's in my opinion. And I say that because I had been in Mississippi my entire life prior to going to southeastern Louisiana. And our fan base should understand and appreciate how much that our name brand means. When you told people, and of course I've always been associated with Southern Miss, but throughout my time in Louisiana, the incredible respect that they have for Southern Miss uh, outside, I think, I, to be honest with you, and it's kind of sad, so many of our people eat our own, we eat ourselves. And they don't realize how well-respected our athletic program is and our, our university is until you really get out and you get into Florida and Georgia and Alabama. And when you say you went to Southern Miss or you, you went to Southern Miss as a student, of course, I'm a proud alumni myself, or you, you know, you're, you're representing the university or maybe, maybe just like it was in Kansas that you have your Southern Miss gear on and, and, and you, you, oh, you went to Southern Miss. That's where, you know, I had, I had one man come up to me and saw my shirt and he goes, Southern Miss, my favorite football player. Do you know Brett Favre? I mean, you know, I mean, that's, 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 we, we've got something great to sell. We really do. And, and it's very unique. So I think that's what they were referring to is that, is that we bring a, we bring a, a, a unique brand in terms of style. I, you know, our, our style is going to adjust based as far as just actual basketball style. It's going to adjust based on the personnel we have uh, and that we have coming in. So um, I'm, I'm excited about playing in, in the Sun Belt, but I'm just excited about getting ready for next basketball season and getting this thing turned around. I, that I'm going to have a very, very bad taste in my mouth until we can do that, and I'm certain that our fan base does too, and they should. And I'm not in any way unhappy about that, uh, but I am motivated to fix it. All right, Coach, I want to thank you, uh, first of all, for being on the show all basketball season long. And uh, you and all your assistants, you made yourself available to us each and every week. And I want to emphasize, you never one time asked us before we put you on the air what we were going to ask you. You came on the air blind, and you were willing to step up to the plate and answer any and all questions. And we respect that, and uh, we appreciate you, and we wish you nothing but good luck in the future, Coach. Well, thank you all very much. And when Any time that we can get on and talk Southern Miss basketball or Southern Miss in general, I, I'll never turn that down um, unless I have something else. And, of course, we'll try to take a rain check. But I'm, I really appreciate the job you all do. And, and I hopefully you all have me on again in the near future. Absolutely. We can kind of talk about recruiting a little bit and, and where we are. Of course, recruiting uh, is mid-April, the signing day, and it will continue on after that point. But we've got we've got some exciting opportunities, uh, I think, I think moving forward. All right, Coach, thanks. Coach Jay Ladner, head basketball coach at Southern Miss. Eagle Hour continues. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. I want to thank Jay Ladner, head basketball coach, Southern Miss uh, Basketball, for joining us in the first half of the Eagle Hour. Also want to thank our good buddies at Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net for all they do, uh, equipping Southern Miss fans with the very greatest selection of apparel anywhere in the planet and, of course, sponsoring the Eagle Hour. And we'll say hello to our good buddy Slade and all the gang down at 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
Uh, we love watching ball down there, having good food, having a cold beer, great atmosphere, tremendous Southern Miss memorabilia. If you're a Golden Eagle, you will feel at home when you're at Fourth Street Bar and, and Grill. And Bob, today with the basketball national basketball tournament starting, the NCAA tournament, and it's St. Patrick's Day, you don't think they're going right. to have some folks at Fourth Street? Right. You know. All right, we're going to move on to baseball. I'm going to make one last comment about basketball. We're done for the time being. We're going to get both coaches back on to talk some about recruiting. Of course, it was a miserable year. Seven and twenty-six is a miserable season. There's really no question about that. You got three players as of today in the transfer portal. Four now. Four. Right. All right. I get all that. I get yeah. all that. But here's a fact for everyone to digest. Jeremy McLean is the athletic director. Jeremy McLean made the decision to continue down the road with Coach Ladner. So it's time to stop all the snarly nastiness and just either get behind the guy or send your money somewhere else. But Jeremy McLean made the decision. Jay Ladner is going to be the basketball coach next year. So if you care so much about the basketball program, my suggestion would be to do what you can to support him and, and help him be successful if he if he can be. And unfortunately, it's human nature for the people who support Coach Ladner to not say anything. Yeah. Right. The only thing you ever see on social media is negative stuff. Yeah. For every person that might say something negative about Jay Ladner, there are probably ten other people that that you know are saying. That's just not true. But you don't hear from the positive people generally. No. So, and, uh, and Dude, I'm going to tell you, when 2,000 basketball players out of 350 Division One programs are expected to get in the transfer portal this year, there is a sea change in the world of college basketball that Jay Ladner or – it doesn't matter. You, you pick your coach. It doesn't matter. There, there, there's very little they can do about it. And when you look at, I think you made a really good point about like Coach Krzyzewski retiring, you know, this year at, at Duke. Maybe that's and, why. And so they are. Is they're, they're tired of the way things are now. It used to be when a player made a commitment to a school, it was for four years, you know, and vice versa. Now, and again, I, I go back to, you know, travel ba- baseball and things like this. If kids don't get what they want, you know, it's instead of working harder to win the position like that would have had to have happened in the old days, it's just, well, I'll pack up my stuff and, and go home. Yeah. And it's just as much a parental problem, too. I wish sometimes that parents could be in the transfer portal, Yeah, you know, and yeah. leave the kids alone. How many times has Isaiah Moore been in the transfer portal? Well, this is, I think Southern Miss is his fourth or fifth school. And and I've talked to Coach Ladner about, about Isaiah, and he knew about some of Isaiah's you know, his checkered past and his short fuse and so on. And every guy thinks, you know, well, I'll be able to, to deal better with him. And, and it just it just hasn't happened. Um, so, you know, no. th- things move on. And it is time okay, to move on. Okay, the decision has been made. It's time right. to move on. Uh, college baseball last night. It's, last night was one of those games when you <laughs> – when you're on your way home and you say, you know, there's really nothing more exciting than a college baseball game like with the one that we saw last night. Two really high-caliber baseball teams, a huge crowd, tremendous atmosphere, a battle down to the very last out. i tell you what, Kelly, it's a magnificent sport. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, here you had uh, a local guy, you know, Drew Boyd. Uh, went up there and you know I, I the thing the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way is the way that Alabama talked about the game afterwards his comments is well I didn't I didn't think that Southern Miss's pitching was so great that we that yeah, we'd strike well, out 13 times well guess what you did you did yeah. strike out 13 well times. last night actually uh they, they scored a run off a home run in the first inning and right. then uh, the Golden Eagles brought in six pitchers the rest of the game 
Alabama scored one run in the eighth inning. So apparently the pitching wasn't bad. Well, and we and we've told you, you know, you got twenty one guys or twenty guys on the p- pitching wasn't staff. Bad. You know, and and they're all healthy. So man, what a luxury! What a luxury to have that many good arms that you could call on. And again, in most circumstances, if you only score three runs, yeah. there's probably a 60% chance, or if not more, that you're going to lose that game if all you can right, do is score right. three runs. But when your pitchers come in and only allow two, regardless of what happened last weekend at Dallas Baptist, the Eagles are fine. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're fine. Tyler Stewart, I'm not going to leave out any of the six pitchers. They were all good. Uh, seven pitchers total. Tyler Stewart came in really Came in and settled things down when Alabama had got the one-run lead, and then, uh, and then they they bring you know the the closer in uh, late in the game in the uh, in the ninth inning, uh, Ramsey and he Garrett Ramsey and he does exactly what you want to see a closer do, you know, one two three, the ball game's over and the crowd goes crazy. Uh, you even had the Alabama coach, and you know it was a close call on a on a third strike. Did the guy go around? The Alabama coach did not think he did, and he got pretty animated down the third baseline. That kind of added to the excitement. All in all, it was just a good night. But you know, you're right about this. Uh, you got to be a pretty talented baseball team to to bounce back against a quality opponent like the University of Alabama. I mean, this is not North Alabama. This is the University of Alabama. Uh, after you got you know, punched in the face all weekend by Dallas Baptist. It says an awful lot about the about the depth, the uh, talent, and the character of this baseball team. I think, I, and you can't you cannot reinforce the importance of pitching. And when no, you look at the major no. league level and these guys, they only work once every five or six days, right? Yeah. But they command you know millions and millions of dollars in salaries because pitching is an art. There's a difference between throwing and pitching, and Southern Miss has pitchers buddy yeah they they know how to pitch and you're going to be in every game as long as those guys continue to throw the the way that they're throwing now admittedly uh neither team threw their weekend starters last night and they were reserved i think in the way that they did use some of their relief pitchers none stayed in the game very long but boy i tell you what with the pitchers that were in the games last the game last night, Alabama couldn't they couldn't match the pitching of Southern Miss. They just didn't match them. And both teams are starting conference play. You know, this weekend Alabama yeah. opens with the Gators and uh, Southern Miss with FAU. And FAU is going to come in here with a thirteen and four record and winners mm-hmm. of their last seven in a row. So this is going to be a really good test right out of the Conference USA shoot. Uh, for the Golden Eagles this yeah, weekend. John McCormick will be on the show tomorrow. He's the head coach, of course, 13-year head coach at Florida Atlantic. Uh, FAU never has anything but a really competitive, really well-coached, very professional baseball team. Uh, Golden Eagles, heck, um, Kelly, I mean, is there an easy spot in the in the schedule? And then you, you're looking down at the midweek and you're thinking, well, maybe we get a little bit of a breeze in a couple of weeks with southeastern Louisiana. Who only beat Ole Miss five to one Tuesday night? So there, there don't appear to be any breaks coming anytime soon. Yeah, and Mississippi State with their powerful one seventy seven RPI. RPI. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Still in the top twenty five. Still in the top twenty five. And as good as FAU is, Bob, I think their floor is a little dirty. They're going to need to be swept this weekend. Oh, how about that? Well, I don't know about that, but I'll I'll take a series win. How would that be? Six o'clock Friday night. 2 o'clock Saturday, very early game Sunday morning at 10.30. I, I'm sure the, the 
the uh, team from Florida Atlantic is trying to catch an airplane back, uh, you know, to Florida. So a ten thirty start uh, Saturday morning. That's that's almost Sunday like, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. That's yeah. almost like tournament baseball. I mean, that's pretty early in the morning to be playing baseball. Yeah, it kind of ruins my plans for Saturday night. You know, <laughs> it kind of yeah, it kind of does. Uh, so anyway, great weekend in store. We'll be at the Fuzzies tomorrow. From one to two, we're going to have Mauricio Montenegro is going to be back on the show with us. I, I watched the game. We sat together last night uh, for most of the game. It's so much fun watching him, Kelly. You know, I have two kids from another country playing on the same Division One team on the field at the same time. You can only imagine what really is going through the gentleman's mind. But he's a delightful man, and um, and coaches the uh, and coaches the you know some of the national team players from Guatemala. I'm, I'm just hoping there's not too many miles that get put on Rodrigo's tires, you know, before he gets some relief. You know, behind he, that you know I asked him about that last night, and this is what he said. Yes, he's tired and he's sore. But the truth is, if you had to give him a choice between being worn out from catching every game or not playing, he would be tired and sore all the time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure most of the guys would say that. That's that yeah. competitive spirit that they have at their age that you and I don't have anymore. Can you Bob? imagine? Can <laughs> no. you imagine even doing that? No, not day anymore. Day after day after day like that. So it should be a great game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we anticipate any time now getting the uh, pitching lineup. I think we kind of know uh, what to expect there, but uh, it should be fun, Kelly and. Uh, uh, you know, you're right. You've been telling us all all year, quit worrying so much, guys. This is a talented baseball team. And here's and here's one of the difference and why this team is unique compared to maybe the last couple of years. You remember how the, the Internet Warriors in the years, they were all concerned about the midweek games because the Eagles struggled with midweek They're games. They're not struggling this couldn't year. Couldn't beat South Alabama. Couldn't beat Mississippi State. All the midweek games. Oh, can't win these. Until they beat somebody in the midweek, right. they're not ever going to be a great team. Well, guess what, y'all? Well, how's this for the last three weeks? Mississippi State, South Alabama, Tulane, and Alabama. They're beating all these teams. They beat every one of them. Midweek. They and beat every one of them. Dallas Baptist was a little stub of the toe because the conference – the conference is what counts. Those are the are the ones that are coming back. And I'm telling you, if this pitching staff continues to perform like it has, they're going to be tough, tough to beat. You're right. We'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. D1 D-Bat, that's a place to take uh, your child. D-Bat, they get them ready for baseball, softball season, make them the best they can be. D1 training provides training for athletes of all ages, uh, even as old as Kelly and I. I'm sure there would be a program for us if we were so uh, chose to do it. They can certainly find one for you. D1 D-Bat, Hardy Street. We appreciate their support of the Eagle Hour. All right, here it is. Tanner Hall's your Friday night starter for Southern Miss Baseball. That's the move everybody had been anticipating. Hunter Riggins, the uh, Delta State graduate transfer, will continue on Saturday where he's done a magnificent job. Hurston Waldrop, who had a bad weekend last weekend, but other than that has pitched very well. He's the flamethrower. 
He'll pitch Sunday. So it's Tanner Hall Friday night, Hunter Riggins on Saturday, Hurston Waldrop on Sunday morning. And uh, you and I kind of got this pretty strong hit. He didn't say anything. Now, he kept it close to the vest. But, uh, you know, Coach Barry kind of let us know, well, you guys follow the program pretty closely. I think you know. I think you know what's going to happen. And uh, and sure enough, there you go. Tanner Hall has earned a fright. And he's earned it, Kelly. I mean, he's pitched uh, – Magnificently in his last couple of weeknight appearances, and this is and this is an old school type situation where if you're not in that lineup, you prove that you can work your way back in, right? Yeah. I mean that that's the way. And there's there's a double edged sword when it comes to really good teams like Southern Miss is, because a lot of the guys that come up from high school, which Southern Miss signs a lot of guys out of high school, right? Is they come up the big fish in the small pond at high school. You come up to a strong Division One program like Southern Miss, and everybody around you is as good as you or better. So you've never, you really didn't have to work that hard in high school because you were the guy. Well, now you're thrust into a situation where one of two things. You're either going to work to get better or you're going to get left behind. And that's where this, this transfer portal you know, right. comes in. And I'm afraid that more and more people are going to find that an option. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, you know? Another another really great thing about Southern Miss is it leaves you with with a, with another kid who's who's been a quality pitcher, Ben Etheridge. Now you you have the option of moving Ben Etheridge to your midweek games as you continue to play through midweek and and you continue to have strong starters on the weekends and and during the midweek. So it's and, a great and, position to be in. And the program is to the point where you can take a Ben Etheridge. And yeah, and think get about and he, that luxury, and he can get bumped from the Friday night spot when there's nothing been glaring. I mean, it's not no. like he's been drilled in every no. game he's thrown. He gave up three runs Friday night. And yeah, most games that's enough to win. Right? They didn't. Uh, they didn't score that night until the last inning. Yeah, I don't. I don't think physically. I don't think physically the Southern Miss baseball team and the program has ever been as healthy as it is right now. Correct. Both in talent and in just physical wellness. Yeah. Right, I mean, they've had some great teams in the past, but four or five guys have been injured, you yeah. know, or get injured during the year. Um, and as this season progresses, nobody's gotten hurt in a big way. You, you worry know? a little bit about Rodrigo Montenegro, only right. because he's having to catch every single game, and he, man, he took a vicious, uh, <laughs> you know, a shot where you don't want to take it last night. You know, that's a tough position, Kelly. When a, when a kid's yeah. throwing ninety three mile an hour baseballs at you that are hitting in the dirt right in front of you. Uh, that's tough. Physically, a very, a very demanding you know position. And I want to say this too about Southern Miss fans because one of the running jokes among Southern Miss fans is how fickle Southern Miss fans can be. Well, when you've got that program out there, like like Scott Barry and his staff have developed now at this point, you're seeing four or five thousand. You know, fifty three hundred and eighty eight people last night, and not many of those were Alabama. People. You know, on, on a Wednesday night, right? On okay, a Wednesday night. so when people say, "Oh, Southern Miss fans, they're so fit," no, you put a, a great team on the field. That's right. They're, That's right. Whatever the sport is, they're going to show up. They're going to support. Maybe a hundred people in Alabama stuff. Maybe uh, from where I was sitting, I mean, there was one little kind of small group, and that wasn't a hundred people. So this, these were largely Southern Miss fans, and grateful that they came out. But you know what? Come out this Friday night, too, when they're playing Florida Atlantic. Don't just come when they're playing Alabama. Come come when they're playing FAU. But when you also have a program to where Southern Miss's baseball program has elevated itself, too, you get schools like Alabama that are willing to come who would laugh at you if you wanted to play them in football. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or you'd have to go to their place and they'd cut you yeah. a great big check. Well, now Alabama's coming here. And as Coach Berry pointed out to us Monday, that's a long-term deal. I mean, that's in the future. Game there, game here. Game there, game there. I think the same thing holds up with Ole Miss. You know, two games a year with, with Ole Miss. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. And, you know, that was a great atmosphere for Alabama to come play in last night. And that helps recruiting. Sure. All right. Yeah, you're going to be playing for Southern Miss, but look at who we're playing. Sure. We're playing Alabama. We're playing South Al. We're playing, you know, Tulane. We're playing all these really schools who have had very rich baseball traditions throughout the years. Right. So it, it helps you recruiting as well. It was a lot of fun, and we think it'll be a lot of fun uh, all weekend at Pete Taylor Park. All right, we'll be at Fuzzy's Tacos tomorrow. Justin Harris, our good buddy, will be joining us down there, and uh, Kelly and I always have a great time uh, at Fuzzy's. We'll have Mauricio Montenegro is going to join us. FAU coach John McCormick is going to be on the show as well tomorrow. We'll have the great uh, Caleb will be actually producing Caleb, tomorrow. Caleb Hamill. That's People nice. have asked us too, Bob. They said like when we're at Fuzzies, they said, are we allowed to come and watch the show while of you guys course. are doing it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You could even buy Kelly's lunch. She's great at letting people do that. Oh, yeah, but I don't know if people make enough money to buy my lunch. You know? <laughs> he gets the husky proportion, the husky portion. <laughs> yes, and I was there yesterday, and, of course, Wednesdays, it's Nacho Ordinary Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagle Hour tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Fuzzy's Tacos. We hope we'll see you there. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.